eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What is up, Pats pals and Foxborough friends the world over, your old pals, Nick Fitzy Stevens, and of course, joining me as always to the side, but he's a primary player, it's Andy Jumbohart, and this is the latest and always greatest edition of Six Rings in Football Things, a Patriot-centric podcast brought to you by your friends at WEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. On today's episode, we'll be talking Otas once again as Jumbo is fresh from the practice field where he observed the Patriots doing their pretend thing in advance of minicamp, of course, which opens up on Monday. We'll discuss the maccuracy of Jones, number 10. Marte Mapu is on the loose. Christian Gonzalez's hype train is getting out of control. Plus a special focus on special teams. Kendrick Bourne flexing on him. We'll have some uh, talk later in the rumor mill of D-Hop making his way to town next week. Dalvin cooking it up down in Miami. And, of course, your questions. Jumbo, here we go. Uh, let's uh, let's acknowledge some people in the live stream. Hello, everybody. This, of course, is coming to you live on the Fitzy GFY socials, but you're probably listening later on on the Six Rings in Football Things podcast feed. Let's go 30,000-foot view as we like to at the top of the program. What were your general thoughts and takeaways uh, uh, out there today on the practice fields at Galette? So, first of all, it was another, uh, as Bill Belichick might call it, tempoed down OTA session. Um, oh, again, again, with the yeah. whole, like, I ate before I came to brunch, I'll just probably have a soda, thanks. Yeah, and I knew it was coming when they shortened the window. They cut some off the front end, they cut some off the back end, and anytime they shorten practices, it generally means walkthrough and we saw a good chunk of walkthrough speed. Um, still key players absent. Still, um, you're still in need of a wide receiver body, in my opinion, which we can maybe talk about later. Um, mm -hmm. Because no, for the, you still know Juju Smith-Schuster, who recall that earlier in the week, Bill Belichick said he was here. And I think he meant here in Gillette Stadium, Foxborough, whatever, but we have not seen him on the field. Are you sure he That's doesn't mean here as I point to my heart or here no. as in he's because he did he did construct some pretty sweet TikToks at the White House earlier this week. Yes, he did. He was there. But a day later, Bill said he was here in Foxborough. So I'm going to take Bill at his word. I don't question mm -hmm. Bill's word. I, no, I trust never, the man never, to the end never. of the earth. Um, 
I'm starting to wonder if Juju's dealing with a little something, a little banged up, a little not quite ready to go. I mean, obviously, we saw him at the White House, so he's not dead. He's not on crutches. He's not anything of that nature, but maybe there's a little something um, he's dealing with. Another thing that's a bit alarming, also not out there at the wide receiver position, mm-hmm. a guy who popped in the first OTA that everybody was writing about, one guy who made plays against air because he beat Miles Bryant, uh, Tyquan Thornton. Where, 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 hey, where you been? Where Where is Where is young Taquan Thornton? I'm not I'm very curious about this because he there's no reason for him not to be there unless there's been a mild tweak or aggravation mm-hmm. of something. His wrist, uh, uh, the the two tiny wrists, could be. He's got two uh, of them. One could be banged up. <laughs> He does, like the rest of the Patriots, begin mini camps on Monday. But why wouldn't he be out there, like clearly establishing himself, or before any other possible receiver either pops from the back end of the draft or comes to town and signs a free agent deal? Why wouldn't he be out there establishing himself and impressing people, turning heads? My guess is he's dealing with something, and I know you're big on this. You think he is uh, Italian? That he is fragile? I think he is brain. slight. I do think a um, strong gusto win <laughs> could topple and- his route. Along those lines, so you had Bourne out there, you had Parker, but I'm not sure Parker's fully good to go either. He seemed to spend early in practice, he was kind of with the top group with Bourne and Mac Jones, caught a nice crossing pattern at one point, caught a couple balls down the field, and then was spending a lot of time with a ball boy slash trainer type, really kind of at a distance from the whole group of the rest of the team. So wouldn't be surprised if Parker is dealing with a little something. And it just... I think we we talked about this last episode of the Six Rings mm-hmm. podcast. They don't have enough bodies at wide receiver. Like, you know who stands out at wide receiver? If we're being the most consistent standout wide receiver in the first three OTAs, you know who that would be? Oh. I'll give you a free can of Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar if you guess. The most consistent receiver to Standing date. Out. Just standing out. No, you're like, huh? I see him a lot. He's out there a lot. They're throwing to him a lot. Demario Douglas. No. Damn it! I wanted that soda too. I am going to drink this soda now because the name is Raleigh Webb, and that is bad. <laughs> and you ain't getting no Coke, uh, Raleigh Webb. Like I he's mean, always out there, always around. I don't think he's any good. He's going to be the new. Uh, he's going to be the new. You know, freaking. Who was that one, Brian something or other in like 20? Every year we fall, he's going to be Trey Nixon. You know who I'm talking about. Made the roster. He was ja- absolutely jacked. Made yeah, the Rale- whoa, whoa, whoa. Raleigh Webb's got no shot to make the roster. I want to okay. just make that clear. He's okay. he's out there a lot. I see him a lot. He's doing things a lot. The guy's not good. The guy's not going to make a roster. He's at best a special teamer. But my point is, if I'm noticing Raleigh Webb, that's bad. Brian, ah, there we go. Hey, uh, watching live Brian on Facebook Tim. right now, yep. Buddy Andrade. Thank you very much, Buddy. Brian Timms. That's right. I think Tim's he actually fine. even caught. I think he even caught. Uh, you can buy now. You can also they they sponsor a lot of podcasts. You can get Timms for yes. like different uh, man parts that you need to have adjusted and whatever else. Timms, if I'm not mistaken, ah, shut up. We're just having fun. It's Friday. Uh, I got to get in the mood anyway. I'm hosting a six year old's birthday party later on, and it's also my kid. Uh, I think if what? I'm not mistaken, it would be weird if I was hosting a random situation. And getting in the mood. That would concern <laughs> me. I'd be making phone calls. All right. That's the final six rings in Corey Things podcast right here. Uh, uh, oh, look at that. It's uh, MSNBC showing up at the door. Uh, I think Tim's actually caught a touchdown pass, like one against Buffalo. He had like a quick hot minute type of thing. Um, but anyway, look, the, right now the Patriots have, you got your stack of six rounders, undrafted free agent guys and more. And then uh, you've Booty got all wasn't the out there. You don't have your stack. Oh, Booty wasn't God. out there. 
what is everyone doing? Is everyone just like waiting? Is everyone just like waiting until mini camp? Like this could be a moot point because by the time we finish, people listen over the weekend, they start getting concerned. Like we don't have receivers, hearts right. Oh no, hit the panic button, Bob LaBell. They all might be saving themselves for when the moment counts a bit more come actual mini camp Monday. You think Booty is saving himself? No, not him. I'm talking about the vets. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 Demario, Demario, Doug, no, he shouldn't. The, no, no, no. The only person who you could argue saves himself or anything like that is Juju Smith-Schuster. Dude is an NFL wide receiver. Everybody else should be treating this like they could be cut at any time because they're <laughs> a bunch of guys. They do. None of these guys should be saving themselves for anything. Women. Andy, we got a lot of questions coming in fast and furious right now. Watching live on the YouTube. We got Showland 1999. I feel like I may have dropped a couple of quarters in a machine there once. Uh, Showland 1999 says, we sure do seem to have a lot of wide receiver number fours. Yes. That is that is not an inaccurate statement. We'll get to D-Hop come, uh, potentially coming to town later on. He visits Tennessee first over the weekend. Adam on uh, YouTube Live says, is our fourth round kicker out there, you know, doing stuff? Yes, crushing the football. Do, uh, and also R- out Ryland there, uh, Ryland's killing the ball. Uh, he's the kicker. Uh, Nick Folk was also out there, which I thought was interesting. Not only that Nick Folk was on the field, we hadn't really seen him, but he was doing kickoffs. They were doing kickoffs for the special team segment of practice. And usually they use a jugs machine or maybe have Ryland, the young leg do it. But Nick Folk did some kickoffs. They both did field goals late. Um, Ryland's got a leg. He has. Does he really? Absolute, and especially in comparison to Nick Folk whose kickoffs were not impressive. Nope. So don't tell me he got worn down last December because he should be fresh as Tom Brady's lettuce in mid-June, and he still doesn't have a strong leg on kickoffs. And he didn't really look good like he was hitting the ball well on field goals. So early overreaction is uh, Ryland's your kicker. I, see, I think it's going to happen too. And like I, we said on a previous see, episode. Folk's been good. We're just going to kick no, him. No, it's not. We're not do. just kicking just him, kick to, him the to the curb. curb. We gave him a three-year victory lap run. Terrible. He made millions of dollars. He became a local legend. He will never buy a beer or non-alcoholic beer, depending on his preference, if he ever runs into me or many other Pats fans as well. His his money is no good on my dime, sir. Good people, just kick him to the curb. Hey, Here we go. See, new they, oh, see, look, they're showing up right now, watching live, engaging with us, liking, reviewing, sharing, subscribing at Six Rings Pod. And here you are, you peopling them, already driving them away in droves. Only ten minutes into the pod, look, no, we all knew if they're going to like, if they're going to spend a fourth round draft pick on a kicker. We know that likely means the end of big kick next days in Foxborough because as we previously discussed, and I think this was a sneaky, huge need and a deficiency on last year's team. Once the Polardi party started, Jake Bailey and his squatting accident led him to the, I led him to the IR, not the IL. Then basically you had folk, Vizcaino sucked out loud. So you had folk on kickoffs. You lost about 12 yards per average on kickoffs because Bailey had a boomstick and Nick folk did not. And also last year, he couldn't hit a field goal from 50 yards or longer. Well, I mean, he is these, what he these is. These are just hard truths. I love the man. You, I mean, you people were ready to replace him with Quinn Nordeen. Oh, so let's we not were not. That. We just wanted were. to. Uh, you were. Y'all were. Uh, Y'all were. No, no, no. Hey, now just, be, better. just just because I oh, I can sing the, the lyrics to the mighty Quinn doesn't mean I was ready to put Iron Leg in there in place of Big Kick Nick. Speaking of which, a little thing came across my radar um, mm. that I, I need to do a little more what, looking into. Was it a glowing ship in Las Vegas with two eight-foot-tall humans in your backyard? Because I heard about that last night. No, this is okay. more on my Patriots radar at Gillette Stadium. Um, and you brought up Jake Bailey's squatting incident um, mm-hmm. and how that kind of paved his way out of town and all of that. 
from what I've been told, because I've seen some different things occurring on the practice fields. For example, the other day they did a big uh, circle where they all sat down and like did a cool down stretch while Bill walked oh, okay. around and talked and yeah, don't, Good. don't be like yeah. that. Um, okay. it, you know, it reminded me of a youth practice or something you might see on a youth field where coach is talking, but we're all going to be scratching our groins and doing some other stretches in a big circle. And I've been told there is a new member of the football staff who uh, mm. is bringing some uh, new age beliefs in terms of warming up, cooling down, stretching different things that uh, Bill Belichick is on board with is very much, he very much has the, the ear Mm. of the head coach. So you're going to see um, a new addition to, I guess that would be considered the strength and conditioning staff with that group. Mm -hmm. Um, But I wonder if there's any, uh, anything related to ooh heavy squats was sort of a hot button topic last year because of your punter who no longer is your punter and everything that went down there. Um, Or maybe it's just Bill Belichick is always open to, new science, new theories, new philosophies. It's very important to have our team healthy yeah. and on the field and all of that. Just stuff. as long as Guerrero's not involved, then he may be into right. more stre- stretching science and new well, age pliable techniques. It just can't be, it just can't involve having the a a borderline convicted weirdo on the sidelines, right. you know, touching people and so, you know, making things. Bill may not have hated awkward. the ideas of Alex Guerrero, new age mm-hmm. science, or even new age mixed with ancient. Cause some of Guerrero's is, is dates back to Chinese and kind of ages ago, but now he's got his own guru or guy on staff. So mm-hmm. just something to keep an eye out for. And I will be monitoring whether they are, and it may be a coincidence, may not, whether they're healthier, mm-hmm. not healthier as they go through training camp, whether they go through September, October, are injuries an issue, more an issue, less an issue. So they have a new guy in that area. But um, let me guess, it's probably somebody from TB12 because part of Tom Brady's deal with Kraft Sports Entertainment is likely that he's going to get all of his overpriced underwear and golf shirts in the pro shop. And then now there's going to be a concentration of having like a TB12 employee on staff. And then they'll make sure that there's greater integration. Or am I just reaching? I think you're reaching. I think I'm probably reaching as well. That's okay. This is a friend of a friend through Bill Belichick. He generally stays within his circle of trust. Oh, Scott Gunnarsson watching live on Facebook. Now I have a true kinship with Fitzy. Tom Brady has left my team too. Ah, Scott, we know what it's like to have been left at the altar with the goat. Each of us, each of us with a ring and collectible memorabilia that he helped deliver in the process. He's had an, by the way, real quick before. Yeah. uh, Shirt. Wow. We got shirts, hats and whatever else. I'm wearing my uh, signed Rodney Harrison jersey right now, which I, I just felt like was an appropriate jersey to wear today. It feels Why good. would you wear a signed jersey? Shouldn't you be hanging that up? Dude's a borderline uh, Hall of Famer. Uh, this, wash it too? Well, there, it'll, it'll, probably get, it'll probably get hung at some point. No, I don't wash it. Um, Tom Brady's had an interesting week. He was part of that Fanatics video, uh, which I thought was pretty interesting. He and Gronk, that sort of like welcome to the NFL thing. And I do think this was pretty cool. Brady was part of the NFL's initiative in a video memo basically they sent out to every team warning people not to gamble their career away literally literally um as we now have isaiah rogers with the Colts, you got the whole fracas with detroit they had to fire staffers jamison williams suspended six games and now there's rumors that there may be more players in college and the nfl gambling on football like that's bad news bears so if they're enlisting the goat actually to deliver the message. You hope finally people will listen, Andy, but I have a feeling this is going to be a lingering issue for a while to come. Yeah. How How can it it not? I mean, you dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. What do you think you get? The horns. Right. I mean, it's, it's, whether you're a teacher, a parent, when you have a black and white, a, a line where you have decided 
bedtime is eight o'clock, right? Bedtime mm-hmm. is eight o'clock. You're in bed by eight o'clock every damn night. Okay, you can stay up till eight fifteen this night. Well, then the next night they want to stay up till eight fifteen, right? You already mm-hmm. broke like when you had a rule and you set stuck a precedent. To it, yes, it was eat. Now you set a precedent. You've opened Pandora's box. What did you expect was going to happen when you allowed? Was so what ninety times thirty? You know, twenty seven hundred players plus you know, hundreds and hundreds of team employees and you're just pumping ads for gambling and everybody's got an app and everybody's got a discount. Oh, you didn't think they were going to cross over and do some things that were in gray areas that they may or not may not be able to do, whether it's bet in the facility, bet on games, bet on different things. Like you reap what you sow and you're sowing this catastrophe if it turns into one. But yeah, it's nice for Brady to do these things now that he's retired and has plenty of time on his hand. Just record a few videos here or there. Um, getting back to practice. So mm-hmm. you referenced it earlier. There was a guy that I think most people would say stood out on the practice field. Um, he is in a red shirt. Nope. His name is not Mac Jones. He's not a quarterback. He's in a red shirt because he's recovering from injury. He wears mm-hmm. number 52. Uh, Marte Mapu. The Marte Mapu. Mapu. There was a lot of Mapu buzz uh, oh. on the Twitters and from the beat reporters that he was, quote, all over the place at practice today, showcasing his talents at linebacker and safety. Yes. Well, it was mostly at safety. Yeah. I didn't see much linebacker. Linebacker was the first day of OTAs. The last two days of OTAs, it's been primarily safety. Um, but I also think, and he can, you can take this, and he can take take this any way he wants. He's a tryhard, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure he plays at the uh, requested speed, quote unquote. I think he, uh, as my friend Paul Perillo says. He goes 100 miles an hour no matter what. And sometimes I think everybody else on the field is playing at 80%. And therefore, the guy with 100 miles an hour looks like he's going faster than everybody. But it's but it's OTAs. Now, you're going to love that kind of energy, effort, and attitude, the EEA principle of, yep. Andy Hart, of Coach Hart. But at the same time, this is the kind of stuff that gets you banged up way too early. Like, don't you have to know, like, veterans obviously know how to manage this, and they know when to turn on the gas and when the Sunday lights are on, et cetera, et cetera. But, like... I know he needs to make an impression, but he's also a third-round draft pick, so there's a pretty damn good chance he's going to make the team. Oh, and yeah. the coaches are familiar with the fact that he hits like a hammer and runs like thunder. It's it's more about him. Like You say he's got tryhardism written all over him. That's Absolutely. great. Love it. But isn't that possibly going to get him dinged up well before it's time? Dinged up and probably annoy some of his veteran teammates. But I've always said, I don't care what level it is, I'd much rather have to rein somebody in than try to light a fire under their ass. I think it's mm-hmm. far easier to do. So he had a pick six today. He had another, should have been probably a pick six. It bounced off his chest. Uh, Bailey Zappi was getting very familiar with throwing him the football. Um, but he he's athletic. We knew that. He flies around. We know that. We'll see what it looks like when everybody's going full speed and everybody has pads on and that type of thing. Because mm-hmm. there was one play in particular, again, non-contact, not but you have these plays. People get their fits. They're blocking fits. And you put your hands yeah. on the guy. It might have been Raleigh Webb. I forget who it was, but he came up for like a, a lot of Raleigh Webb talk early in the podcast all over the field. Um, and I, I barely knew who he was like three days ago. Uh, but Mar- Mapu came up and kind of shivered a veteran that was clearly like, what the, what are you doing? What are we what doing are we- here, guy? Come on. It's, it's like, guy. It's go. not even flag day. Let's hey, just Harry relax. Hardo, put it away and wait till we're actually playing football. This is shorts. This is t-shirts. This is June. But I will say, He's clearly going to get an opportunity to play right out the gate. Like he is giving, being given a lot of reps. You know, we talked a lot about Christian Gonzalez, who still is your left corner. He's lining up at left corner with, 
you know, opposite the, Jack Jones today, right? Well, yeah, people get all giddy about that. Ooh, Jack Jones, no Jonathan Jones out there. Who else are you going to put out there? I'll hang up and listen. My Miles Bryant, Miles Bryant. You serious about that? <laughs> no, but you can't do Jalen Mills has transitioned to safety. Jalen Mills they, also wasn't on the field, so he would have been an option. Wasn't on the oh, field. Okay. Um, so all these Jack. Jones how about, uh, hey, how about your guys, uh, your boys, Isaiah Speed and Isaiah Bolden? Yeah. So, so, the, so, so, <laughs> so we're just going to so you see my point. Like everybody was like, Jack Jones is opposite Christian Gonzalez. Who the F else was going to be out there? Nobody. Because we've decided Marcus Jones is, is an inside corner. Mm-hmm. So like, he's, he's not going to be out there. Nope. And Jalen Mills wasn't out there, Jonathan. And so therefore Fitzy, there is a term I used about the offensive line a year ago. Do you remember what that term was? Uh, it was troubling. It was something about inconsistent and you weren't happy with them. Well, more than that, early on, I called it a house of cards. Yes, you did. Uh, That's right. I think the cornerback position's a house of cards. Like, Ooh, there's upside. Wait a second. Hold there's on. There's definite Hold upside. On. You have upside with Christian Gonzalez. You have upside with Jack Jones. But we just showed on day one, if, if Jonathan Jones is out, now you're forced to play Gonzalez, who's never played an NFL game. Jack mm-hmm. Jones, who hasn't played a full NFL season. We should get into him, too, in his uh, retort to Burt Breer's comments about his uh, back. And I appreciate field. the fact that he was trying um, to own his spot and defend his rep. Good for him. But, but they have no reliable depth at the cornerback position. It is a house of cards. If it all goes well, I think they could be really good. I, I do. I think they could be really good. But one injury or one guy who's not ready to be out on the field, no bueno. Mm. Now, we have heard a curious uh, absence, or rather have have curiously heard not much about uh, Marcus Jones at all so far leading up in the OTAs. Like, has he been out there? Is he doing anything? Is he just second year? He's just just waiting to turn on the Jets like he's not doing much of anything. He's just there. He's out there. Yeah, I mean, he was – he's not not getting reps from what I see with the sort of top rotational guys, the top group, anything like that. He's more – second field or second tiers twos mm-hmm. the whole thing um you know how i feel about it i'd like him to riverside it change his jersey color turn around and go on the other side of the ball especially yeah with i think yeah. limited options on that side of the ball as well um but yeah he's done not much to stand out to be honest with you uh one person who did stand out today and it wasn't just for his practice and play was Kendrick Bourne, Bourne Polly, the Bourne identity, born again, literally. That's an operative phrase that seems to be in play because he looks great. He's got a whole new attitude, or at least he brought back that same energy from two years ago. He was out there smiling and profiling. This video, courtesy of Tom E. Curran, uh, with a couple of answers to pertinent questions regarding uh, last year, the new offense, and how he's feeling about this year comes once again from at Tommy Kern of NBC Sports Boston. We'll listen here. Here's about a minute's worth of Kendrick Bourne uh, first talking about what happened last year and how he's feeling about the season to come. Moving forward. Doing good. What are some of the things that you've seen that you've liked so far as a group? Um, just build, Bill's um, familiar, familiar. He's familiar with what he's doing, so it feels good. Can tell he knows what he's doing in, in all areas of the offense. Receiver, lineman, running back, he knows he knows offense a lot, so it feels good. Bill O'Brien? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how have your interactions with him been? Is, is he is he tapping into some of the things that 
you know, maybe Josh was able to tap into in, in the 2021 uh, season? No, he's, he's doing well. He knows how to engage with all of us, I feel like. Um, he knows our traits right now, and he knows where to put us, so it's been good. Just We're still learning each other as a group, but he's doing well. You can tell he knows what he's doing. When you say that, we are going to inevitably say, well, does he mean that last year was... So that's what we're going to end up doing. No doubt. Um, it, just, it just feels good. Change is good. So it's something we needed, I feel like, and it's good. It feels good so far. So yeah, if that's what it's going to be, then it's better so far. I mean, how, how nice is it to have last year in the past and to start fresh this year? Yeah, new year, new me, new us, new everything. So that's, that's what we're focused on, you know. And then that's always the goal every year is to move forward and be better. Kendrick, I could be wrong about this, but you look bigger, thicker this year. Is that something you worked on? Is <laughs> that something you worked on this offseason? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just just being fit, you know, just being in shape um, in ways that I've never been before. So uh, just taking care of my body, eating well, you know, doing everything that I need to do uh, just to be prepared to play better. Like we were talking about last year. Um, it was very disappointed in myself. Um, and my my play and everything, how the year went. So just giving myself the best opportunity to do the best I can for the team. So wants to give himself the best opportunity he can to help the team. Looks all, looks like he put on about like 15 pounds of muscle mass. Like he looked pretty significantly larger there as well. But the, the for me, the main takeaway there, Andy, is the fact that he was smiling his entire way through. Fresh start, feels good. Everyone's in the right place. Like, he can't come out and say like, wow, what an absolute trash fire last season was. And it made me sad. And I felt like quitting football or at least getting traded. And now I'm here and I got a brand new chance once again to play football that uh, in a spot I loved two years ago. Like I speak Kendrick Bourne. I'm pretty sure I got what he said. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he wanted everybody to get what he said. In fact, Tom Curran mm -hmm. gave him the a possibility of like maybe backing down and not, not, you know, we're going to do this. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, the reality is he's okay with that. He wants that. How many times did he say he knows what he's doing? He's knowledgeable. He knows what he's doing. He's knowledgeable. Oh, so uh, tell me you don't believe that Matt Patricia knew what he was doing and was knowledgeable without telling me you don't believe Matt Patricia didn't know what he was doing. Like, he could not have been more clear. And his energy was obvious. This came post-practice, this interview. His energy was obvious on the field. Now, we all know those all those veteran guys weren't out there the other day. He was flying around the field. I do think there's a chance he's their best receiver. I, I'm dubious of Juju Smith-Schuster based on his – I think he's their best I receiver. Like I like it. Um, he makes plays, and I'll give you a little other nugget. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. 
Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy60. Um, he, I want to be careful to not totally break their rules of what we're allowed to report. Um, but those people, not you people, those people who think that Kendrick Bourne is a playmaker and Kendrick Bourne should be used more like Debo Samuel and some of those aspects, I think you will like what you see if what I'm seeing on the practice field is an indication. He is doing a lot of, um, centerpiece of the offense type moving around motion stop, stop right now stop right tell now me. just tell it me. is too early i don't have a proper beverage in hand there's no there's no darts in the house to light up right are you st- this is what we have been wanting to see and that's probably about the most you can say and yeah i don't no, want to get in trouble i'll get I, yelled at by yeah, stacy james i was gonna say there's a me, texter did you not read the back of the roster look at this you see what all those are those are all the rules uh, about what we can't report and what we're allowed to talk about and all that so i don't want to break rules but it looks like bill o'brien likes him some kendrick Bourne. <laughs> jordan watson one of my favorites watching live on facebook matt patricia is to the patriots as road construction on the Bourne bridge is to locals Ah, it's a pretty apt comp as well. There's like even and the before, board bridge, like Matt Patricia, used to, used to be good. It was accomplished at one point. Now it's just kind of a hassle. Past its lifespan. <laughs> <laughs> good job. Look at that. See, uh, we could have a born bridge to a competent offense as well with 84 right now, who's jacked up, juiced, and ready to go. I wanted that so badly last year. We must have gotten so much play on the pod, on the radio, wherever else, the socials and beyond when Kendrick Bourne went on some other rando dude's podcast and said that he kind of wanted to be used like Debo Samuel and wanted to get the ball in the backfield anywhere he possibly could to do things. I'm telling you, Andy, there is a chance. It's not a huge chance. It's not even a great chance, but I'm telling you, there's a chance that maybe just maybe this offense may be a little more creative, a little more difficult to decipher and unpredictable than people are predicting the trickeration could be on. It's actually going to move the ball forward. They might even, damn it, they might even score this year on purpose. Well, I mean, they do have a professional offensive coach running the show out there. You know what the funny thing is? What's that? I haven't heard much from Bill O'Brien. Good. I love that. He doesn't want to be heard from. He's doing his he work where he doesn't to need to be heard. You know who needs to yell and swear? Me? Okay, maybe you. <laughs> Red Sox fans. I mean, oh, yeah. Celtics fans, Bruins people fans. In tra- people in traffic on the way to the Cape. Okay, so there's lots of people that need to yell and swear. But my point is, if you're really confident in your knowledge and your ability to do your job, yeah. you don't need to be yelling and screaming. You know who I almost never hear yelling and screaming? Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick walks up to a player. We see from afar he's doing this. He's pointing me. And then the player does whatever the hell he's asked because the coach knows what he's doing. He just asked me to do it. I think Bill O'Brien is far closer to that than the – Joe judges of the world who have to scream and yell and drop F bombs. I think because they're insecure in their own ability to coach and their own knowledge. And they're trying to, you know, how they tell you if a bear attacks you, you're supposed to look big. You're supposed to make yourself look really, really big. I don't have to look big. If I am big, 
right? If you all Correct. are already big, you don't need to try to look big. The bear doesn't need to try to look big. The bear's a big old badass. You were talking earlier about Marte Mapu suffering from an intense case of hard hit syndrome and try harditis on the field. Yeah. And that may be his very nature. He just may wake up every day and grab a hot glass of Julius Peppers and choose violence. That's fine. But, oh, my God, how every fan, every media member, every listener to the station, viewer of the Patriots and beyond had, an, had a friggin' popsicle headache last year. Listening to those five-minute word salads from Joe Jazz and Flat Patricia last year, whenever they'd ask him a question, like, hey, how's your communication going with Mac? And he would just literally do a, like a three-and-a-half-minute filibuster which would just we like, you're just like, okay, got it. All right, stop. Like, have you ever been at a presser since you've gone to so many of these at the stadium? I bet people would love to know this. Um, have you ever been there where someone has been like, Hey, uh, that's enough answer. Like that. I, that that's, a, I'm good. No, but every, some people will well, like, like cough or like, <clears throat> just like <laughs> try to interject and like kind of cut him off at the pass and get a new question in or, try to focus the answer into what I actually asked and not this babbling word salad, as yeah. you said. Um, I just looked something up. So last year, Kendrick Bourne had 35 catches for 434 yards and one touchdown. Hammer, bang, do whatever it is, the over on his stats all day long. All day long. All right, we're going to play a little game on Sunday. Let's tease it out right now. Sunday, when we're on WEI from 10A to 2P, we're going to do a huge, big, fat, or we might even do a full hour of Patriots 2023 over-unders. I just saw recently on Underdog, where I love doing the uh, the over-under props, Mac Jones, 3,500 yards this season. Um, I would take the over. Take it. I don't, take I don't it all day. I don't feel as good about that as Kendrick Bourne. I'll take the over on anything you give me for Kendrick Bourne. I think Kendrick Bourne's going to have a really good year. Daniel Fatfingers, who's watching live on YouTube, he says, hey, Billy O yells, dude, to which I reply, and I'm sure you would say the same, when it's called for, when it's time, when it's appropriate. But he doesn't just for the sheer sake of it. I have heard Joe Judge yell probably at least eight total minutes in each of the three OTA sessions. Oh my God. He's like a Harbaugh, like a, a, Do a Doberman in a car with the windows rolled up in the summer. Just well, rawr, that's rawr, disrespectful rawr. to Harbaugh though. Cause at least Harbaugh has done something in his life. Wow. I, I just, I don't, I don't fired and might I say warranted. And I'm going to one more time defend my guy Cam Accord because somebody said, how the F is Joe Judge and Cam Accord still on this team? Well, Cam Accord is barely on this team. He's like a glorified ball boy. He's still listed as a special teams coordinator. Couldn't he Judge be up there with Matt Walsh and Dorito Dink collecting a check on some nice island? No, I think he's making a nice check right now as long as those keep coming in. I just I feel bad for him. He's been like emasculated. He's he's a again a borderline ball boy. He goes and picks up like the pennies to give to players and he just he it almost feels like he's the third special teams coach behind Judge and Troy Brown because Judge runs the show. Troy Brown's with the returners and then Cam Accord's like, yeah, I'm still here. And it says I'm the special teams coordinator, but I don't I don't really feel like the special teams coordinator because no one really tells me to do anything or listens to me when I say stuff. I feel bad for him, even though he hasn't done a good job. I can admit that. Yes. Well, I, I, it's nice to know that you still after all these years of radio opinionating blogging and beyond and of course your youth coaching that you actually still have feelings and that empathy heart. you are he capable and you, you are capable of empathy not much but just enough at times to feel bad for a man who's making a ton of money 
not to do very much of what he used to do for the football team that we all watch and root for. Thank you guys for tuning in today to Six Rings and Football Things live on the socials. And of course, filling up your feed. I appreciate you guys giving it a follow at Six Rings Pod. Rate, review, subscribe, and share wherever you get a chance, whether it's Podbean, Spotify, probably Apple Pods, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else. We're going to move on now to a segment. Uh, We're looking to the future, and then we'll take a couple listener questions, and we out. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Andy, we are now talking about people who could be visiting and or signing contracts potentially with AFC East teams. Here we go. First, let's begin with the one that is filling up the feed it's damn near choking us out right now, and he's not even coming to Foxborough first. D-Hop, DeAndre Hopkins, is making his way first on Sunday to Nashville to meet with Mike Vrabel, who we just learned is going to be honored at the Patriots Hall of Fame alongside Sky Dante Scarnecchia this October. He's taking his first interview with the receiver-needy Titans before he comes to Foxborough next week. I forget who it was in our chat box here earlier who asked, what do you think the odds are that Mike Vrabel, knowing the Patriots need a receiver, signs him and doesn't let him get out of the building before he makes his way to Foxborough. Because I, I mean, think about it. Like a similar someone who learned at the at the heel of Belichick, uh, they they absolutely need a number two. Like who do they have down there? They got rid of Bobby Trees. They have uh, Traylon Burks last year, who they drafted to replace uh, AJ Brown. Didn't quite work out the same, though. The kid may still be good. Like, there's not a lot of receiver depth in Tennessee. That's a place he could go shine. The issue is, does he want to go someplace where there's a chance he might finish 7-10, and 10, you know, and they'll be in a bunch of low-scoring games? I'm sorry, were you talking about Tennessee or New England there with 7-10? and 10 You absolute games? son of a bitch! Um, no, I, like, if he wants to win, he's I don't know why he's visiting Tennessee and New England. But I think we've seen or at least it's been sort of reported surmised that he is prioritizing money over uh, winning at this mm-hmm. point, because if he just wanted to win Buffalo or Kansas city or some of these other teams that showed interest in the process, but aren't looking to pay him um, would take him. So 
it's interesting. Is there any chance that he's just done? Like he didn't look done last year. I didn't think he where was. Is, where is this freaking D hop is washed? Why does no one want him? But, and who said no one wants him? It nobody like nobody wanted him for 19 or 20 million dollars and a fifth round draft pick from the for, uh, to the Cardinals. Right. And now no one I mean the fir- if anybody was interested mm-hmm. don't you think there would be better opportunities promoted by the the agent like he's going to How many teams how many teams can afford him right now number 1? Oh, so that's a different story. Mhm. Right? Is it what's he going to do? Take th- I mean granted the man has made over 100 million dollars in this league though I do believe he's got a few mouths to feed at home and out and about as well. Didn't, uh, um, didn't, doesn't he want the contract that OBJ got? He does. Okay. OBJ, what, what did he do last year? Uh, nothing. What did he do the year before that? Went to a Super Bowl team via trade and was going to be the MVP of that game that his team ultimately won before he tore his ACL for the second time. He, he rehabbed and appeared to actually be getting healthy when he broke again. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. So a guy who hasn't been an elite, valuable receiver for how many years? Multiple. Oh, yeah. Multiple years. He's not wanted as much as that guy. So the league is telling you D hop's not that valuable right now. So the league may think he's done again. Wow. I thought he was productive last year. Sure as hell was 64 catches, 700 something yards, three touchdowns in nine games with garbage quarterback play. But why wouldn't any team want, uh, you know, all right. Okay, is so he an upgrade over Devontae Parker? Is he an upgrade over Devontae Parker? I think so, but I don't know if the so league thinks so. Well, now, who cares what the league thinks? Because I only care horrible. what the Patriots think. Well, the Patriots are in the league. See, so see, the part of the league. There's 32 teams. Okay. All right. They are they're particular. They're three percent of the league. Okay. So the is he Julio Jones? Let's go back to another Titans. I believe the Patriots were rumbled in. Titans got him and then realized, wait a minute, this Ooh. doesn't look anything like the guy I remember. No, this the, this thing has 197,000 miles on it, and I just found out via the Carfax it's had three owners. Is there any chance D-Hop Multiple is still, accidents. D-Hop is no. still elite, says Rad Rob. Okay. I, I don't think he's still elite, personally. I think he's good. I think he'd be the best receiver on the Patriots. But I'm not an expert. I'm not Matt Grow. I'm not, you know, whatever GM or talent evaluator mm-hmm. you want to pick. I just have opinions on podcasts. I mean, he's on the other side of 30. He's been doing this for a decade now. He has never been one. He's not the biggest guy. He is also not an Olympic sprinter nope. as well. He just gets open and he's got great hands. hands. Somehow the dude finds a way. That's what Adrian Phillips said. First thing he thought of when D hop was hands that he just okay. catches the ball. And well, let's hear from uh, Kendrick Bourne when given an opportunity today. Weird to speak to what it would be like to have him on the team. Another receiver who could potentially possibly maybe just kind of sort of have to get moved for D-Hop if he comes to town, though I doubt it. It'd probably be Paca. Uh, here's Kendrick Bourne talking about the possibility of D-Hop coming to Foxesboro and if he'll help recruit. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fan of D-Hop. Um, it'd be cool. I don't really know the gist of what's going on, but yeah, he's, he's a great player. Um, just what he's done over his career and um, just watching him when I was younger and stuff. And he's just a great leader. So if if anything was to happen, he's a great leader. So would you, would you like to play with him? Yeah, that'd be cool. He's been kind of outspoken, I think, in the past on social media. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great player. So anything that'll help us win, I'm, I'm with. So there's reports, though, that he's coming here for a visit next week. Oh, nice. Yeah, what would you say to him if you could say to him right now? 
Um, yeah, come on through, man. We need we, we need any, any help we can get to win. There you go. We need any help we can to get to win. That's the right attitude. T like, everybody, come on. Everyone pick up an oar. Everyone just sit down. We all want the plane to land. I'm, I'm, I'm on. And I'll tell you, I, I've been a big fan of the idea for a while now. Uh, and I think it would likely be Parker, who flashed at times last year. But, you know, he's fine. He's a 50-50 ball guy. I think D Hop. I would rather have DeAndre Hopkins at 12 million than Parker even at six. Because A, it's not my money. And B, I still think he's I still think he's got gas in the tank. And he's not washed. So the financial aspect is one thing. If you remove salary to um afford him better on your salary cap, that's another. But wh why do you have to get rid of anybody? We've already talked about they have four receivers. Well, you don't want to just punt on everybody that you picked up in the later rounds or uh, that you want to try to develop. Maybe they'll kick. Maybe so Doug, maybe Doug, maybe Douglas makes. Yards. Okay, maybe Douglas makes the practice squad. You bid Booty fairly well. Cunningham makes the team Booty because stinks. he's Booty's done nothing. Stinky Booty. I know all you people have fallen in love with Booty, whether it was the name or the three hundred yards three years ago. He's done nothing, and dude is a bit shady off the field. We need to acknowledge there's a reason, and it performance was part of it. Never lived up to the hype, mm -hmm. and he's got red flags off the field. So, so we got a stinky booty and a shady booty. Yeah, a stinky and shady booty. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but I, immediately I saw, like, who's got to go? Why does anybody have to go? God forbid we give Mac five receivers who are actual NFL receivers. Demario Douglas. Maybe he's the next great thing. Or maybe he stinks. There's a reason Raleigh Webb's all over the freaking field. Malik Cunningham's getting reps. How about just keep the five guys you have? Huh? How about yeah, just keep I five guys? Have five receivers that are actual professional NFL receivers and bump them all down a slot. I'd be happy to see D hop one Juju two born three Parker four and Thornton five. You know what that looks like? Pretty damn a professional, a professional receiving core. However, you. I still, I, I don't want to just have to like cut bait after four weeks and being like, Oh, this booty kid. Well, let's not put any time into him. Let's Demario Douglas. He's too small. So put him uh, in the practice squad. Who gives a rat's ass? Well, uh, you run the risk of losing him, and then you could have a uh, what's his what's his face uh, from twenty nine from twenty nine a Braxton Berrios situation. Not to say that he lit the world on fire. Now he's in Miami after he went to the Jetropolitans for a few years. We'll say, hey, here we go. Uh, go Pats. Greetings from Bahrain from Abdul Rahman Al Halifa. Thank you very much you for me? watching, my friend. You want to try that again? Yeah, it was ballpark. Sorry, I'm doing it on there the fly. That you never said Al Al Halifa. I apologize. Alka, I apologize. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching. Uh, we have a robust debate in the chat box right now over D hop. Some fit, most fans seem to want him. I'm all aboard. Anthony, a with a lot of fingers crossed and prayer emojis. Uh, why? Okay. Andy, why hmm. would the Patriots wait and not try to get him in here first before the Titans with their meeting on Sunday? Somebody said that had, a lot to do with the agent scheduling the meetings, correct? I'm guessing that the agent scheduled it, or maybe they were a step slow. Maybe the Titans were the first to call, and he's just going in order. Um, I, I will say, the uh, how long did it take them to sign uh, Antonio Brown? Uh, about three and a half seconds after he did. Grandma, hmm. we're free. Interesting. We're free. Interesting. Interesting. Jackass. Oh, by the way, uh, sounds like everything's going great with the Albany knights or the albany emperors or the albany strike whatever the hell he his play yet i know he promised to play and then didn't show up no and people aren't getting paid they're getting locked out of the facility uh uh one of my pals jake smith did a whole podcast breaking it down. apparently there is it is a 
storm up that way. Like it is an absolute Wait, Antonio Brown's involved and it's I know. Holy Moses. Yeah, he still loved you, Fitz, even though you screwed up his name. Ah, well, you know what? People are people are you know what they're capable of here? Unlike in your little nape of the woods, neck of the way, what are you doing here? Forgiveness. I forgive you. Okay. Well, thank you. There you go. It's first time. Say, uh, oh, I'm producing this, so uh, I'll have to save that one off later. All right, Andy, I'm in on D-Hop. You would sign D-Hop. You want a professional a receiving what? core. Let's- I would do it in a second. All right, let's just forget it out for the debate. Throw, throw a number out there. Ready? Here we go. Just chum the waters. Throw it out there. Oh, for a contract? Yes. Uh, what it's going to take or what I'd like to pay? What do you think it's going to take? I think it's going to take... A salary of ten million dollars mm-hmm. with incentives that can take that contract probably closer to twenty. I was going to say three for fifty. Yeah, I mean the whole three thing. I'm talking about what you're going to pay him this year. You're going to pay yeah. him ten million dollars, whether it's called guaranteed or not. It's going to mm-hmm. be virtually guaranteed. And then I think there's going to be now. I want to clean something up that our good buddy Christian Fourier effed up on the radio today. He was talking about incentives. Oh, was that was that the English language? Uh, yes. Um, you know, and so people are like, wait, I listened from 10 to two, which part are you going to clean up for Christian? (laughs) Um, but as an NFL player who signed, I don't know, 15 contracts in his career, he played in the league a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, I would think he'd know this, but the incentives he's like, yeah, just give him incentives and call them likely to be earned. That's not how it works. Incentives are automatically likely or unlikely to be earned based on your previous year's production. If you achieved it in your previous year, it's likely to be earned. If you didn't achieve it in your previous year, then it's not likely to be earned. So, mm-hmm. for example, he had, what did D-Hop have, like 60 catch- catches last 64 year? 64 catches, 720 yards, three tutties. So, if you want him to have a likely to be earned incentive on catches, it would have to be 60 catches. If he gets over 60 catches, you'll give him an extra million dollars. Okay, that's likely to be earned. You know what that means? It's on this year's salary cap. If you want it to be a not likely to be earned incentive, you give him 75 catches for a million dollars. And then if he achieves it, it would go on next year's salary cap. So it's you don't get to choose whether you call them likely or not likely to be earned. It's all based on what he did last year. And that actually could help a team like the Patriots who are trying to put incentives in his contract because his raw numbers last year mm-hmm. were low. So if you put in games played, yep. catches, receptions, you can put let's just say 70 catches for a thousand yards and you play 15 games. He didn't do any of those things last year. They're not likely to be in earned incentives. They go on next year's cap. You can pay him an extra five, whatever, $8 million on next year's cap. When you have cap space. Uh, Matt, Ga- Matt Gardner, otherwise known as Matt Gardner for a guy who doesn't run precise routes and isn't a fan of practicing. Why do you think BB is such a fan of D hop? I love you, man. Yeah, I just I just try to do my job. Because Bill loves um, production, proven ability, execution. Yeah. Um, it's the same reason why Bill Belichick wants to know exactly what everybody's doing, but he could get along with Junior Seau. Or, you know, Bill Belichick is the be-all, end-all, but he's okay if Rodney Harrison and Ty Law decide on the field to switch flip-flop duties, right? Like, if yeah. you're great, Bill accepts it. If you're not great and F around, well, you're gone. But – he sees D Hopkins as what he is a hall of fame caliber receiver. And Bill loves hall of fame caliber players. He he respects production and ability and execution. Remember Ocho Cinco. Yeah. We're going to double you today. We're taking you yeah. out. And then he signs him and the guy can't even get the playbook and Teddy Bruschi, by the way, happy 50th birthday, Teddy Bruschi. 
Bruce uh is like, get your head out, of, like stop ogling the Patriots, get your head in the playbook, knucklehead. Uh, Andy, it's a, this is a little two-parter, some questions from the Twitter sphere as you uh, don't eat the can, you drink the soda. I'm not sure if you're not. No, it's out. I want more. <laughs> same, same with mine. Uh, Hugh Janus, nine, seven, eight. That's correct. Excuse me. Yep. No need to be excused. <laughs> Why is it so big? Says we're certainly getting ahead of ourselves, but seeing lots of talk, which receiver gets jettisoned if we sign Hopkins. Yeah. yeah Parker or Bourne. Uh, Why does it have to touch be on this? We did. That, that's Andy's answer, Hugh. And if Why I have, have to answer, it? it's Parker. Correct. Bye-bye. Uh, at Sports Bourne Talk is going to be awesome this year. In case you missed the beginning part of the podcast. Ah, it's right there. The it's on, on the lower Bourne third if you're production. watching live. Hart, bang the over on Bourne receiving yards this season. Said he may actually get some Debo time. Uh, it's kind of fun when we do it live because I can put all these lower thirds in. I like it. And yeah, okay. I, I got to start paying attention to that in case you say anything. Take me out of context or something. What's that? Can I get Hart? Fitzy's a moron. Oh, but you can get Hart. I need to start paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> all right. At Sports Talk Chud. Why are we going all in for an aging wideout when we don't even know if our starting quarterback is all that good? I think I, I see ye of little faith in Mac Jones. Uh, I know he's been throwing it seven on sevens. It's 11 on 11s. There's no pads. It's against air. Who's playing corner? Blah, blah, blah. But by and large, it seems like we've got a different Mac Jones. I, I, I'm a fan of. Just what Eric Mangini and Scott Pioli and others have said this week, the accountability that he's taken saying, I need to earn the respect of each and every person in that building once again, my teammates especially. Would you say thus far, the aggregate of what you've heard, uh, everything going on, what you've seen, shows a more polished, poised, or professional Mac Jones? No, I think he's in a right. better place. Right. Um, I mean, for example, today, he threw a pass to the left. It was deflected at the line of scrimmage, and it was intercepted by Kyle Duggar. And Mac pouted. He stormed off and pouted. There's no other way to describe it. He's always going to be that guy. He's always going to have that in him. Mm -hmm. And he's on, like, you need to accept that or deal with it, acknowledge it. Now, the hope is it doesn't rear its ugly head too often because you're playing well. You're putting him in position to make plays. You're not exacerbating his emotional weaknesses and all those things. And that's where I think you are. He trusts Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien knows what he's doing, as Kendrick Bourne said. Mac Jones feels normal. He trusts him, those words. So I think you're going to minimize the amount of times or opportunities for Mac to be Mac and Roe Jones and be a baby and sulk. Mm -hmm. But to get back to the but question. Brady was a, but Brady was a powder, too, and Brady uh, tore one people One of the biggest bitches on hole. the planet. One of the biggest wow. bitches on the planet when things don't go well. Absolutely. I feel like that's getting a heart colon. <laughs> um. But can we get back to the root of the question? Why would you add a potential number one wide receiver if you're not sure how good your quarterback is? Um, isn't that the exact reason you'd add a number one wide receiver? If you mm -hmm. thought you have Tom Brady and he can take chicken you-know-what and make chicken salad. <laughs> um, if you have a truly elite quarterback, that's when you can get by with lesser receivers. If you don't trust the quarterback's ability or upside, Get him the most receivers possible, the most talent possible. Give him people that can make plays without him have to, having to be spectacular. So the uncertainty about Max' ability is the mm -hmm. exact reason you would go get DeAndre Hopkins, in my opinion. All right. If anyone that's watching live right now on the YouTubes, the Twitter sphere, or the that. Book of Face has a question, you guys can fire him into the chat real quick while Andy and I wrap. <laughs> it's contextual. I made sure to point it. Okay. When, well, you know. 
When things don't go his way, fine, fine, fine. You All right. Uh, if anyone has any last questions, rally him up. Otherwise, Andy and I real quick are going to discuss uh, what may be going on down in Miami and not hopefully the Den and not the Denver Nuggets, hopefully I should say, taking home the NBA Finals trophy. Rather, Dalvin Cook released for a whole lot. Of now, here's someone who's not washed. Here's someone who uh, does have long hair but is extremely talented still, has had ridiculous ridiculously productive seasons when healthy for the Minnesota Vikings released for free, absolutely nothing in return. And now from the Minnesota Vikings, Alexander Madison, who looks kind of like his clone will now be taking over RB one duties in Minnesota. And it looks like Dalvin cook. Uh, if his Instagram is any sort of indication, because he definitely teased out him celebrating on the field at hard rock stadium. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I speak social. I know where he he's looking to sign. Dalvin Cook coming to the AFC East, problem for everyone, yeah. not just the Patriots. Another problem, not just a problem. Like the Dolphins, I mean, we've talked about it. Patriots can be better and could be a fourth-place team. I know Sports Illustrated thinks they're going to win the division and all these blah, blah, blah. But you add Dalvin Cook to Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill, holy, holy crap. crap. Schmidt, crap. exactly. I said, I said Schmidt, like Mike. Clean it up. Um, but – and a coach who people still think is creative and can get the ball to playmakers. I mean, that's the example. Why would you add Talvin Cook and Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins' offense if you're not sure how good Tua is? No, no. That's why you add them to that offense. Because then Tua just has to get rid of the ball. Is there a more dangerous trio in the NFL than those three? I mean, that's a that's a very good question, and we'll make sure to revisit crap. this on Sunday during the rate the the radio show. That's effing scary. I'm sorry. Yeah. You have the fastest wide receiver in oh, football. Juwan Bentley will tackle them. <laughs> that's why we got Mapu. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, no, I, I, that's that's a problem. I don't know who their tight end is. I don't really care. Their other receivers, that's fine. Now all these guys that you thought were going to be carrying the ball, toting the rock in the Shanahan zone scheme that, uh, you know, sideline vape McDaniels would be running uh, are going to be second and third backs because you're going to have Dalvin Cook, who's powerful, Quick as hell. And also, by the way, with the ball in his hands, like he's a really good receiver in space. He's awesome. I yeah, love he is. I love he's, him probably more. That's who I want Ramondre to turn into. Uh, yeah. He's on his style. way. He's on his yeah. way. He is on his way. And he, he's in that conversation, in my opinion. Or he can be in that conversation with those guys. I've always loved Dalvin Cook coming out of college. Mm -hmm. I know he's battled some injuries at times. He's oh, he was an animal in that game in Florida, uh, Florida state against Michigan. That play, like after I saw that, I thought, I don't care what you're doing. Patriots just find a way to get this guy. He just, and, he beat Michigan by himself in that sugar bowl. And he can beat you. He's one of those guys where like the Barry Sanders. Oh, we bottled him up. We bottled him. Oh, we didn't bottle him up on that play. And ah, yes. they scored and it's yeah. over. I, I would not. Yeah. You do mm -hmm. not want him on the Miami Dolphins. Showland 1999. Cook scares me more than that new quarterback in New York, and he's not talking about Daniel Jones. Uh, I'm not sure that's a fair. Abdullah uh, Rahman, whose name I butchered, and I shall not again. I do apologize, but he wants to know. Andy, quick one. Do we know exactly who the defensive coordinator is? Did they actually appoint one? I don't think so, right? No, they have not announced their coaches at all, which is in frustration internally. I know with some people at the website and dealing with, you know, like, why don't we have the coach? Where the hell the is Adrian Clem's bio on the website? They're figuring some things out. Bill said a couple weeks ago they were still working through some things, or maybe that was last week, still working through some things, and they'd have an announcement at some point soon. That I, I do not believe they will announce a, a defensive coordinator. I think you will move forward with the same system you've had. It's a shared duty between Gerard Mayo, who 
clearly they have reinvested in as the heir apparent and Steve Belichick. And I think mm-hmm. they'll continue to have Steve, as, as Gerard said, Steve's been calling the plays for three years. Why would we change it? It's been working. Defense has been good. So Steve Belichick is going to continue to call the defensive plays and Gerard Mayo is going to continue to have a huge voice on the defense, whether it's on the sideline during the week in the meeting room, some of the things we've heard over the years, it's those two guys. And, Demarcus Covington is not a bad, you know, young Mm-mm. developing coach back then. No, he was coaching at the, I think this might be his last year under contract, but he was coaching at the senior bowl as well. I have very few, I know you were saying the cornerbacks, the secondary could be the cornerbacks of the secondary, if you will, could be a bit of a house of cards. House of cards. I'm not nearly as worried. I want to see the offense get back in gear. Uh, yes, Rad Rob, Ramondre will be the number one back. No doubt. And uh, although Kevin Harris had a run today running Did right he? towards me. That uh-huh. long run, outrunning your by little six move. to midnight for you. Yeah, really. Um, his freaking he's strong. Are, yeah, is he a quadzilla? I do think he's dropped a little bit of weight from last year, probably mm-hmm. by design. But his quad, like, dude, must struggle to buy pants. Dude must struggle to buy jeans or like, dude has some tree trunks. Really? So that's probably why they were comfortable letting Damian Harris make his way to Buffalo. Yeah, plus he's always banged up. Plus, they're always going to let running backs go. It's what they do. Whether you rushed mm-hmm. for 1,000 yards or not, we're like, hey, law firm, good luck in Cincinnati. Take care. Wish you – Shane Vereen, you had a great Super Bowl. Take care. Wish you well. Like, they believe that that position is replaceable and interchangeable. Yeah, and thank you, Robert Louis Steven, uh, Robert Louis Steele, the fourth, my guy. It's Mostert and Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson is no stiff as an auxiliary. He's also uh, running Dalvin Cook. Yeah, no, he is not in any way shape. Would the Pats make a run at Dalvin Cook? I don't think so, Matt. As much as we'd love to see him back there, you've got his, you've got Hart's guy, the James Robinson hype train, Kevin Harris, Pierre Strong. We'll see what we get out of him, and of course, Ramondre. Sports Illustrated predicted he would have the most yards from scrimmage as a back this year. We will see. All right, Hart, we're coming up on the hour mark. That has been one robust, engagement-packed, and joyous edition of Six Rings and Football Things. We are out. We will be back on the radio on Sunday from 10A to 2P. Of course, if you like to watch these live, we'll try to do more of these because it's a whole lot of fun to take the questions fresh and on the fly. Blanket will do it live, but you can always share this with your friends by subscribing to Six Rings and Football Things, Spotify, Apple Pods, and so much more. For everyone who helped put this thing in place, mostly me, and of course, Andy Hart, who was at practice today. This is Six Rings and Football. It brings all the entertainment and information and expertise and knowledge and value and any other good word. And you're the guy who said, dude, must struggle to buy pants, which is what I'm going to leave you, which is what I'm going to leave everyone with. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, We'll let you guys know when we're back live like this once again. Until next time, as always, appreciate you very much. We'll talk soon. Good day. God bless. And as always, go Pats. Yeah.